Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. You know, I've been receiving a lot more uh, comments from uh, followers. Uh, my, my following has been growing, and I really appreciate that. Uh, I get a lot of uh, mostly, uh, you know, supportive comments, and some comments I get uh, not so supportive. Um, so to all the people out there who listen to my podcast and also watch my YouTube videos, I just want to say I really appreciate, uh, you know, the, your, your input. Uh, anyway, and I'll get into that a little bit more later on. But I want to talk about one of the comments I just received uh, today, actually. And it was from one of my uh, followers named uh, Joshua Sebdi. And uh, he was commenting about uh, the theory that has been posited by uh, my anonymous source with regard to these uh, alien beings, you know, evolving from insects and uh, possibly colonizing the planet and they feed on blood. And I've talked about this theory uh, a number of times on here. To me, it makes a lot of sense, uh, probably more sense than a lot of the a lot of the other theories I've heard. But anyway, he provided a comment here, uh, Mr. Sevdi, and uh, I'm going to read some of this comment. Um, it says here, Say the theory is correct, the blood-sucking space ants theory. If they do, in fact, have a hierarchical uh, structure with the mantids, tall grays, short grays, etc., what if there is a warrior caste we have, to, we have yet to see, waiting in stasis on cigar ships on the dark side of the moon? Big effers with forearms, muscles, pincers, acid, and venom ducts. Uh, I'll get into more of the comment after that. Well, I guess that's possible. I mean, it, I mean, maybe there's a beings out there that are actually above the praying mantis and or ants or whatever people, whatever you want to call them. Uh, there could be, uh, there could be some beings that are uh, that we haven't ever seen yet. I mean, that are out there waiting in the dark. You know, waiting in the darkness to. Uh, you know, maybe they're the ones who, uh, in the final analysis, take uh, control. And all these other ones are working for them, and we just don't know it. Now, whether they're they're big and monstrous looking like described here, we, we don't know. I mean, it could be. and I mean, anything's possible. I mean, the, the whole point, the, the, everything that I talk about here on this podcast is, you know, all of it's speculation. All of it, that's all we can do, really. I mean, what else can we do? You can only speculate. The only thing I don't speculate on is the fact, is is one thing, is that, and that, you know, I firmly know, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I know that there's a presence here, and I think a lot of other people who follow this podcast think the same way, or they wouldn't be following this podcast. I mean, it's just, you know, you know, some I'm sure some people. I mean, there there are a lot of people who have commented on here had their own experiences, so they know. You know, it's like you, if you you know when you see one of these craft, I mean, you just know it, right? So, uh, you know, I just want to make this clear. I, you know, I'm just trying to make clear here that you know I you know everything beyond that is speculation. But the fact is, there's something here, folks. There's no question. I mean, I've seen one of their craft and one of those beings. Some one of their beings were was in my room. I talk about that all the time. I feel like a broken record, actually. And I'll probably keep talking about it all the time because it's, you know, it was a significant thing that happened in my life. It's just it's the memories of, of these events, you know, that happened. There were basically three things that happened, but the first two I talk about the most. The third one is so strange, I don't even know what to think about it. I, I think it was involving aliens. That was the, you know, when I when I was living in Hawaii and a dog disappeared, and I talked about that a number of times, too. Uh, but those first two incidents that I experienced, I mean, there's no question in my mind that, uh, you know, that 
when I was a kid, there was a being in my room that had three fingers, uh, three digits, that's it, on its hand. And they, they didn't look like human digits either. And, uh, and of course, the, the object that I saw, along with another witness in 1994. So, you know, with that out of the way, yeah, I, I, I'm, I know there's something here. But beyond that, everything is all speculation. Of course, of course, there could be something above the praying mantises. All right? There's no question about it. Um, I'm going to read the rest of this uh, quote uh, because uh, the rest of this comment because there's some other interesting things that he said here. Um, he said he points out, wasn't there a story recently about some astronomers who thought they might have found a Dyson sphere around some star? What if that is their armada? Um, so okay, now for those who are unaware, there's there's this thing called uh, some you know it's all pure speculation. There was something that was. Uh, uh, you know, speculated it was uh, 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 the late Freeman Dyson, and this guy he was a physicist and mathematician who put forth this theory that uh, an advanced civilization would utilize the powers of a sun. You know, by they could you know build a sphere around a, a sun and and basically use that to uh, harness the energy of the sun. And uh, and what the uh, what uh, Mr. Sebdi's talking about here, there was a few years ago, there was a star that uh, science, scientists were looking at, astronomers were, were looking at that was blinking, you know, it was blinking a lot and they didn't understand it. And one of the theories put forth was that it could be, um, maybe there's a Dyson sphere around it or actually more precisely, not, not just actually something called a Dyson swarm, which is a variation of a Dyson sphere. Uh, basically a Dyson sw uh, swarm would be a, a, uh, according to Wikipedia here, it's the variant closest to Dyson's original conception. It consists of a large number of independent constructs, usually solar power satellites and space habitats, orbiting in a dense formation around the star. This construction approaches ha approach has advantages. Components could be sized appropriately and can be constructed incrementally. So basically, it would be like a, a series of solar panels basically somehow strung together around a sun that basically is somehow the uh, uh, an alien race could utilize the energy from a star that way so that was the one of the theories that was put forth and actually, actually there was some, some articles about this and i'm going to read here's an article that was uh, published in uh, back in 2019 in space.com i'm going to read some of this alien megastructure star may not be so special after all now before i start reading this i just want to get back to the comment uh from Mr. Sebdi. Now he's saying that, you know, what if that's an armada? Well, I don't know about that. I mean, but it could be, you know, this could be a place where these things are coming from because I mean, you know, the a Dyson sphere or a Dyson swarm, the hypothesis behind those is that, you know, they're drawing energy, you know, the, the alien races are using these mega structures for, you know, to draw energy from a star. So I, I don't see how that, you know, that wouldn't be, uh, you know that a Dyson sphere wouldn't be an armada, but uh, I mean they could be coming from this place. I mean this star, but I want to read this article a little bit, and we'll we'll talk about it then. Um, it states a mysterious star whose repeated bouts of darkening might be due to alien megastructures, according to some researchers' conjectures. 
may now have more than a dozen counterparts that displayed similarly mystifying behavior, a new study finds. Further research into all of these stars might help solve the puzzle of their bewildering flickering, the study's authors said. In 2015, scientists noticed unusual fluctuations in the light from a star named KIC 8462852, or, uh, by the way, that, that that's also called, known as Tabby Star or... Uh, uh, there's another name for it. I don't know. I think they. I think they talk about it up here. Uh, actually, uh, Boyajian star. Uh, we're gonna call it Tabby star from here on out, even if the article's called it something else. Tabby star is a lot easier to say. Anyway, the otherwise normal F-type star, which is slightly larger and hotter than Earth's sun, sits around 1,480 light years from Earth in the constellation Cygnus. When the researchers analyzed data from NASA's Kepler Space Telescope, astronomer Tabitha Tabby Boyajian, then at Yale University, and her colleagues found dozens of odd instances of Tabby star dimming by up to 22%, with such dips lasting anywhere from a few days to a week. These events did not appear to follow any pattern and seemed far too substantial to be caused by planets or dust crossing the star's face. These analyses of Tabby's star raised the possibility that astronomers had detected signs of intelligent alien life. Specifically, researchers have suggested that the star is surrounded by a Dyson sphere, a hypothetical megastructure that is built around a star to capture as much of its light as possible. Mathematician and physicist Freeman Dyson suggested that such megastructures could help power an advanced civilization. Science fiction often depicts Dyson spheres as solid shells around stars, but the megastructures also could be globular swarms of giant solar panels. The megastructure hypothesis is near the bottom of most astronomers' lists these days when it comes to Tabby star. However, further analysis have pointed to more prosaic explanations such as clouds of dust or comet fragments. Still, scientists have not yet nailed down the precise cause of the odd dimming. The answer remains elusive in part because Tabby's star seemed unique. There, is, there were no known counterparts to provide additional clues that might help researchers solve the cosmic mystery. Now, there's, there's a lot more to this article, but I will leave the link for you. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But they haven't figured it out yet. They don't know. I mean, a lot of scientists, there's a lot of prosaic uh, explanations for it. I mean, if you go to Wikipedia, they talk about all the uh, prosaic information, uh, explanations for it. You know, could be just natural, could be clouds, you know. Uh, rocks, meteors, you know, things like that uh, that are causing the dimming effect. Uh, But who knows? We don't know. But, I mean, the bottom line is this. The idea of a Dyson sphere or a Dyson swarm or whatever variation you want to talk about, uh, you know, it's, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, uh, you know, you would think, you would hope, you know, humankind at some point has, you know, is basically utilizing the power of the sun for everything. I mean, that would make more sense. And this way we wouldn't be destroying the planet and, you know, with, uh, you know, why you keep continuing using fossil fuels, for, you know, if we were using the sun directly somehow, if we, if we ever could reach a point technologically where we could construct something like this, well, it makes sense. Again, we don't really know, though. Uh, but, you know, getting back to the comment here, you know, it's, uh, he goes on here. I'm going to read the rest of his comment. It says, uh, he's, what we, earlier, he, uh, he, uh, Mr. Sevdi said, well, what if that is their armada? What if it's nothing, I guess? If it is, we're most likely done for. 
Hopefully we have some low-key benefactor out there looking out for us. Maybe the hive is known throughout the galaxy. Maybe they've they've done this to other worlds. Like interdimensional roaches, they hide in another dimension and then infest the world. Hopefully some galactic exterminators are on the job. It could be. I mean, we there could be. I mean, there have been all... There, there's been other kinds of beings reported other than the greys and the, you know, and the, uh, tall greys and, you know, there's, and also the, uh, the the insectoids. There's been other things that have been reported. I mean, some people talk about reptilians, but are they in on it with the insects? I mean, we just don't know. And then there were the things like, uh, like every now and then you, you hear about a case where the beings com- look completely different than what you've heard before, like, uh, uh, the beings that abducted uh, uh, Calvin Parker and, and uh, uh, Charles Hickson back in 1973 in Pascagoula, Mississippi, they would, it was actually looked like these robots with, with very strange-looking robots that floated out of a flying saucer and dragged those two guys on board uh, and then examined them and then let them go. Uh, you know, what were they? You know, what, you know were they, who were they working for? I mean, what was that all about? You know, so there's a lot of could be there could be just some beings that are just passing by and just stop here and examine us and, and ch- you know ex- check check out the planet for a little bit and then and then leave. Oh, you look back in the fifties, uh, the Kentucky Goblin Spree. I mean, there was a story. There was multiple witnesses. I think more than ten witnesses. I know I did a podcast about this before, where these you know strange looking goblin like things showed up and they were basically floating around a a farmhouse in Kentucky and. And uh, the people, some of the people in the house were shooting at these things and it had no effect on them. Uh, when, when they would shoot them, uh, the bullet would bounce off them and make a sound like a, uh, like, a, like a bullet hitting a bucket, right? You know, the cops were called, police were brought into the scene. There was, you know, everyone was all frazzled. I mean, every, they all stuck by their story for the rest of their lives, right? I mean, why were they making it up? I mean, what was that all about? Uh, so there's all different, there's been all different sorts of creatures that have been reported. I mean, Travis Walton, uh, during his event, he saw the this, this short apparent gray beings, but then later on, he, he walked into, a, into another room in the spaceship and uh, he saw, you know, these uh, tall human looking figures. He said you, they, you would, they would pass on the street as humans. They did not talk to him. They just looked at him and, you know, and they didn't say anything to him. You know, now some people say that these Nordics, these Nordic looking cracks, you know, there's all different theories about that. We don't know the answer. Are these Nordics, are they... Uh, the uh, result of the hybridization program, possibly, or some people say that uh, they're they're actual alien beings, uh, maybe reptilians. According to some abductees, like this is some sort of a mask, a, a holographic image that's uh, you know basically hiding the features of what's actually a reptilian type of a creature. We we just don't know what's going on, but there are things here, and whether there are hopefully. Uh, you know, like uh, like it says here, like uh, the possibility, like uh, Mr. Sevdi says that, you know, hopefully you would think that uh, these beings are, you know, there are other beings that might be looking out for us. You would hope maybe, I, who knows? I mean, or maybe they're powerless. Maybe the greys are, are more powerful and have more more advanced technology than what these other visitors might have. Who knows what's going on? We don't know. We just don't know. All of it's speculation. All we can say Right. And I, I know a lot of people out there, there are a lot of people out there, debunkers and deniers, and they, they, they don't want to accept this. Right. Uh, but the one thing that is certain, there, there is an extraterrestrial presence here. There's a non human presence here. That's one thing that's clear 
Beyond that, we just don't know. Hopefully, you know, maybe our government has some more answers, but they probably don't know it all either. Um, and, you know, right now, actually, I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of the things I'm talking about, you know, the way I'm talking right now, it's what's funny is like, I, I think these thoughts, you know, I have these ideas and, you know, concepts in my mind a lot. And, you, you know, I was watching an interview just recently with uh, James Fox last night. It was uh, pointed out to me by some people. And uh, it was a very good interview. And uh, it was like a three hour thing. I'll leave a link for it here in, in the description so you could check it out for yourself. But the way he's ta he's talking the same way I'm thinking, you know, it's like there's a lot of people right now. It seems like we're all starting to, you know, you know, it, it's starting to happen. I think I think people are starting to open their minds, open their eyes to this and realize that, yes, there's something here. But we have to agree that we just don't know. We don't understand it. There is something here. We need to admit at least that part. Uh, there is definitely something here and we need to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the way things are going on that front. Now, of course, there are people out there, the, the negativists, uh, like Stanton Friedman used to like to call them who, uh, just want to want to fight this, keep fighting. And, and, and it's just so foolish on their behalf. It really is so foolish. I mean, uh, it's like, uh, I know for a fact, you know, I know for a fact I've seen things i've seen these things i've experienced them and so when you see these people just trying to find you know bend themselves into twits uh, pretzels to try to come up with excuses just to placate the the scaredy cats that can't deal with this reality that needed it. it's just very sad anyway uh, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we will be right back when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, uh, we are back, and I just want to say uh, uh, this is. I just want to uh, spend some time here talking about the the people that have uh, been following me, and and I want to thank everyone uh, who uh, you know has subscribed to my YouTube channel, who has become a follower to my podcasts. Uh, I, I'm very, I'm I'm very grateful. Thank you very much. Uh, and, I, and I'm, I, you know, when I started doing this over a year ago, I, I wasn't sure you know how it was going to go, but. It, it seems like it's, you know, I'm getting a following now. So I guess some of the ideas and things I put put out there are appreciated. And uh, I do appreciate all the comments, even even the bad ones. I, I you know, I get a kick out of it, you know, like. Um, but anyway, I'm going to read some uh, some of the comments out here that I just recently got. Uh, uh, there was a comment here from uh, Rum who, con who he was commenting on a, a person named Rum who was commenting on a video that I uh, posted yesterday it was like a segment from my full podcast and uh the title of this video was big market exists for ufo debunker fabrications uh, and that's true um uh, and uh, he commented he said uh, it goes both ways though and basically uh, before i so you know if in case you haven't seen it basically what i was talking about that there's there's a big market out there. There's people out there that are hanging on to, you know, they need to hear from debunkers on a regular basis uh, that there's nothing going, there's nothing going on. There's no such thing as extraterrestrials on Earth. Blah blah blah. Okay, if you want to watch that, and you, you, I mean, you probably already heard of a lot of you. So, 
you know, that's what I was talking about there. And, and Rum wrote, it goes both ways, though. There are some that are open-minded about UFOs, but closed off to the possibility of government conspiracies, which, which makes zero sense. If the government would hide UFOs and kill people to keep it quiet, why wouldn't the same said government run a media psyops or assassinate people trying to bring down the corrupt elite inside of it? It's kind of ironic. Well, I think I see what he's saying here. Um, I did, and I provided a response, and I'll, I'll pro, I'm going to read that response that I provided. It said, anybody who has researched this subject properly would have to reach the conclusion that there is certainly a government cover-up. There has to be. And early on, it was probably totally warranted. I'm tired of hearing people online who claim that what people really see are top-secret government technology in action. Maybe sometimes people do see the fabled TR-3B in action, but I'm certain not all triangular-shaped craft is top-secret technology. The Phoenix Lights in no way could have been man-made, or the silent triangular craft observed by civilians and military personnel in the 50s and 60s. I've heard one podcaster, and I think the podcaster was Goofon, I cl who, uh, claimed that what Lonnie Zamora saw in 1964 was technology being tested by NASA. That's ludicrous, totally absurd. The egg-shaped craft, after uh, propelled off the ground and into the air, floated away completely silently. The beings Zamora saw near the craft had to be aliens. Footprints found in the area after the incident were those of very small children. NASA wouldn't be testing an object like this near a residential town, let alone have it piloted by kids. It's noise like this from debunkers, deniers, and even some people duly obsessed with secret government technology and aliens that cloud the issue, thus confusing many. Um, uh, yeah, I just want to talk about that, you know, the... You know, I always talk about the debunkers and the deniers, but the one thing I really don't focus on, there's a lot of people out there who, and I'm sure there are some of you that watch my channel who are not only obsessed with the idea, the concept of an extraterrestrial presence here on Earth, but also that you're obsessed with the secret technology that's being developed by the government that we don't know about, like TR3Bs and all that. I hear that a lot on some of these other UFO channels out there and also, you know, podcasts and, you know, in Reddit all over the place. You know, a lot of times, in fact, I did a, a video this past week where uh, there was these apparent leaked Pentagon uh, pictures and, and there was a triangular shaped craft. I mean, it was that, you know, somebody somebody commented on here. That's a that's a, definitely a TR3B. And now I don't know how anybody could know that. I don't know that. But I would say it's probably if it, if, if those images were real and that, that that wasn't a TR3B for one thing. The object was completely white. It didn't look like it had any sort of propulsion. Uh, there was no visible means of propulsion whatsoever on this triangle. It looked like a perfect triangle. Now, I, I'm not interested in TR-3Bs. I just To me, that's okay. So we developed something behind the scenes. Our government's flying around and, and these TR-3Bs that are, are going faster, they could go faster than any of the other fighter jets or any other, other, other planes or jets we have out there. Okay, that's, that's fine. Great, great. We have some new technology, some new uh, warf warfare equipment. Okay, big whoop. <laughs> that's boring to me I, I just to me i i mean i don't know i'm sure there are some people who, f who feel the same way i do you know maybe it's a fault of mine i don't know but i'm just not interested i'm not interested in the tr3b i don't care i'm interested in this extraterrestrial presence to me that's a lot more significant you know so and it, you have a lot of these people you know you, you're talking about like blending the two somehow blending ufos and extraterrestrial presence with with top secret psyops you know <laughs> I, I, I'm not into that. I'm not into that. I'm not 
go away. You know, that's, I'm not, that's not me. That's who I'm not. I, I'm not, that doesn't uh, do anything for me. I'm just not, I don't care. I don't care. Now, if they were to come out with a flying saucer, something that was actually a flying saucer that they recovered from somewhere and they're operating it out there and uh, S, uh, S4 or near Area 51 or something, okay, show me that. I'd like to see that. I'm not interested in anything that's human-made. And neither is the Congress, actually, as uh, <laughs> they recently demonstrated. They're not interested in uh, you know, these, this new UFO uh, office uh, trying to study possible human-made things. They're interested in things that are non-human-made things, and that's where I'm at. I, I think that, to, to me, that, that conversation the, uh, of the top-secret potential military uh, flying objects like TR-3Bs, I'm not interested. I don't care. Don't care one bit, one bit. Don't care at all. In fact, I get angry even thinking about the way it's, it, it gets blended up together by a lot of people who talk about UFOs. I just it doesn't do anything for me. You know, like I'm not interested. I'm only interested in getting to the bottom of the mystery that, that involves the extraterrestrial presence here that's on Earth. That's all. I, that's all I care about. You know, when it comes to this, all the other stuff is big whoop. You know, I just don't care. But anyway, yeah, I, I just want to say thank you to, uh, you know, a lot of the, the people that are following me and providing, you know, get, you know commenting on my videos. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, okay, regarding that video the other day, when I talked about the video title was New Batch of Apparent Pentagon UFO Images Leaked on Twitter. Here was a comment I received from somebody that just said, crap, crap, crap. Okay, that's what you think it is. It could be. You might be right. I don't know. I've, you know, I, I preface that. You know, I always preface everything I say on, on my, on my uh, uh, podcasts. I always say clearly that, you know, a lot of the stuff I'm saying is speculation. The only thing I'm not speculating about is that there is a presence here. Again, I just got to make that clear. But everything else about, as to the, the, the purpose of these things, uh, why, why they're here, what they're up to, it's all speculation. Some theories, I think, are better than others. And, uh, you know, I just uh, call it as it is. Now, here's another thing I just want to mention here. Uh, a lot of people were commenting, coming to my channel recently in the past uh, few days. Uh, there was a video I did, I guess, about a month or so ago about a different YouTube channel uh, called Eyes on Cinema. And uh, I really like this channel. I, I, I'm sure a lot of my viewers were watching that channel too a lot. And so I actually thought it was good enough that I, I did a video on it. I actually did a separate video. Or I, I talked about it in my podcast, and then I, uh, I, I, I uh, featured that as a separate video. I pulled that segment from the podcast, and I featured it as a video about a month ago or so ago. And uh, about Eyes on Cinema, you know, it features priceless UFO content. It really does. And... Um, and it went down. Uh, actually, the channel didn't go down. All its videos disappeared on Saturday, I think it was. And a lot of people were coming here thinking it was the government shutting it down. And I, I didn't think so. I, you know, the, the channel was putting on a lot of different kinds of content. content and apparently, uh, he, got, he ended up getting two copyright strikes. And that's why it's down. And if you go to his channel now, it, say, it says that, uh, um, you know, he's not going to be back up until november 20th however there are links on on there you could follow too he has backup channels so it's not like it's completely disappeared if you want to keep following uh, eyes on cinema you could uh you know check out his uh backup channel so it's, that's still there so there's nothing to be concerned about anymore he's going to be back once the cop he'll his youtube channel will be back up and running uh, on november 20th uh, he's afraid of running 
any kind of videos whatsoever right now because he has two copyright strikes at the moment. So if he gets one more copyright strike, that's it. The channel's done. And, you know, his channel has 138,000 subscribers. So you can understand why he wants to play it safe here. But doesn't matter. I mean, you can still go to his backup channel. So it's not like it's gone forever. In the, until it comes back to YouTube on November 20th, you could always check out his backup channels. Uh, and there's another channel too that I always thought that I, I did a separate video on that's, that's similar to Eyes on Cinema that I really like. It's called UFOB, and I did a video about that uh, with, within the past month. So check out that channel too. Um, yeah, but anyway, I just want to say, uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for all the people that are, you know, uh, starting to catch on to my channel and who like the content uh, that I'm providing. And, you know, the other thing is, is I, you know, I, I do a re really appreciate uh, any kind of suggestions and stuff. You know, there was some, you know, when I, you know, I was doing these videos and I was having these backgrounds where constantly things were moving and and I've, I received a couple of complaints about that. So I, I'm, I'm pretty much trying to put more backgrounds behind me that are static, you know, that, that aren't moving. Like right now, as you can plainly see, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in a UFO, a flying saucer, uh, and I'm having this filmed uh, above the Pentagon. As you can see down below behind me, that's the Pentagon, and I'm in my flying saucer. No, I mean, I'm only kidding. It's, I'm, I'm sitting in front of a green screen, green screen right now, and I just that that image is gonna get tossed on, tossed behind me uh, when I prepare the vid this video later on. Um, so just kidding, I'm not in a flying saucer right now. But anyway, I just want to say again, you know, thanks for the, the the suggestions and everything. I did change make a change to that with the with the backgrounds, and then somebody else. Uh, but then this is uh, so the podcasters understand. I, you know, if you have never seen my YouTube channel, uh, for the video versions, I, I you know you can see me sitting there talking for most of, most of the videos, and and then I had these backgrounds with a lot of like flying through space really fast and stuff going behind me, and a lot of people didn't like that. I said it was too much, so uh, I calm that down i hopefully to a point that's acceptable now and the other thing was was that regarding the youtube videos was uh the other problem that uh, was pointed out to me is that they ended too quickly like i would just oh, you'd be watching the video and all of a sudden boom was over so i created a little ending and threw it on there but again that was because of uh people uh providing me uh you know uh criticizing me and providing me some advice and so i take it to heart and uh I agreed with it and I made changes. So I do appreciate people, you know, helping me out like that. And uh, again, I, I really appreciate it. I appreciate it because I've been getting a lot of uh, new subscribers in the past uh, few weeks. And it's, uh, you know, not on uh, on my YouTube channel and also on the podcast. Fought new followers all the time. And, uh, and I do appreciate it. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you very much.